0: In the long history of the church, more attention was paid to the so-called personal virtues and vices in bygone times than is fashionable to do these days. The emphasis was upon what was called the care of souls, or learning to be a good person, Christianly speaking the classical Greek philosophers had identified the four cardinal virtues of fortitude, prudence, temperance, and justice. And the church added the three theological virtues of faith, hope, and love, making seven virtues in all. The church also taught that you could actually become a more virtuous person by consciously habituating, sculpting, so to say, your personality with reference to these values. As Marianne Evans, also known as George Eliot, has written of one of the Middlemarch characters. Souls become flaccid as bodies do, and as bodies gain strength from exercise, so souls need to be strengthened as well. Several years ago, I met and worked with someone, a 14 year old girl, who would embody more perfectly than anyone else I had known, the cardinal virtue of fortitude, bravery. I'd like to tell part of her story today to illustrate the power of just one virtue, how her cultivation of it prepared her for faithfulness in service as Jesus valorized this in today's gospel, and how expressing it can decisively benefit others desperately in need of the fruit of it. After Christmas vacation one year, when the children in a middle school returned to their classes, a 14-year-old girl visited the school counselor's office. I had taken a job in protective services to children. The school counselor told me on the phone what the girl had just told her, that a few weeks earlier before Christmas, her father had become angry with her younger brother and had locked him in a closet. The child was still in there, and his sister and mom were helping him with food and toilet matters. There are more details, particularly concerning the father's meanness. But in brief, I ended up taking emergency custody of both children, putting them in foster homes and then preparing for a court hearing on the emergency custody order. At issue in that hearing would be whether the kids should be turned returned to their parents immediately or only at some uncertain future date. The county attorney Felt that the best possible outcome would be for the children to stay in a safe environment while social workers tried to work with the parents. He believed that the judge would support this recommendation if the sister testified as to what she knew concerning life inside that home. But I was worried that if the sister testified and enraged her father, and then the judge returned her to the home, she might end up in serious danger. Before entering the courtroom, I told the girl that she had two alternatives, and her choosing either one would be fine with me. She could decide not to say what she knew, or she could say it. But her father would be there looking at her and hearing every word. And we couldn't predict which way the judge would decide. She chose to speak the truth. She climbed up into the witness chair and described a home filled with fear, an abusive, out of control father, and a lack of any order. Her father stared ominously at her. The judge soon ended the proceedings for the day. Next morning, I gave the girl the same alternatives, and again she chose to speak. I was so taken with her bravery. I had never seen anything like it. When the judge reported his decision, we breathed easier because we retained custody of both kids for the foreseeable future, ensuring at least for that length of time, their physical safety. I asked the sister, why did you risk so much for two days, not knowing how all this would end up? She replied simply, softly, and without self-importance, I did it so my brother would have a chance (coughs) to be a child. Apropos of personal virtues, we never know what may be required of us or when. And we certainly don't know in advance if we will enact and or sustain actions consistent with our values. You may recall that today's gospel was all about being practiced, being prepared for service. Jesus said, be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those waiting for their master to return from the wedding banquet so they may open the door for him As soon as he comes and knocks, blessed are those slaves, the Greek word also means servants, whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will fasten his belt and have them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them, so blessed are they. A 14-year-old girl had prepared for her time of testing. Her brother needed help. She did not fail him. Good prevailed from one child to another. Aristotle had said, the good is what a good person does. A personal virtue like fortitude or prudence, temperance, or justice, a theological virtue like being a person of faith, hope, or love, these can ask a lot from us. But one can train the soul by practice, anticipation, preparation. And then a new and auspicious quality may be released into the creation where none had appeared before.